This is Derek Moyer, and welcome to the Freedom Fighter Podcast. So welcome friends to another Freedom Fighter podcast, hope you are all well. Uh, this is our um, special Easter message where I recorded uh, a message around a fresh start, this opportunity to begin again, this change in the way you, li- you live, especially after you've previously been unsuccessful in starting again, is this possible? I'm interviewing good friends of mine, Martin King, Dan Harper, Paul Aljo, Charles Savage Kingsman, Vince Gartland, eh, and we're delving into this subject, the hope of the Easter message, the hope of spring, the message of spring, that new life can come for what looks like barren, dead, eh, you know, lifeless eh, situations. Um, the promise of a fresh start. The promise of this, I can begin again. So we pray as we just deliver this first message. Uh, I pray it really deeply encourages you and, uh, and, and and sows that seed of hope in your heart that I can lay hold of this by faith, that I can begin again, that a new day is coming for me. So welcome guys, welcome everybody that's listening, happy Easter. Uh, you know, welcome to our Easter offering, we're offering that a wee message, a wee special message uh, around a fresh start. We know that uh, this has been some year and uh, it's been painful and I know certainly people that fret close to me will be listening with, you know, with the, the pain of loss, um, you know, really people struggling um, and uh, in pain. So we're, we're offering this message to, to help we know some of these things are too, so painful, but we want to give a bit of hope. So I'm just going to open that up in prayer and, uh, before we, we share. So, Father, we just ask every person listening, we'd be touched this Easter time, this Easter weekend, a time that began with such pain and ended with such joy. So we know that that describes all of our lives in some way, whether it's been in the past, whether it's happening today, but we thank you we can find hope. We thank you that we can find healing. We thank you we can find life through the story that you tell. And I just pray through every one of the guys here, how we share and what we share, we'll offer that hope, we'll offer that life to each person listening. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. So, our focus is on a fresh start. And the dictionary defines it as an opportunity to begin again. It's a complete change in your way of life or the way that you do things, especially after you've been previously been so unsuccessful. I don't know, is that no uh, a great hope, but, you know, offer, a hope, something to believe for? So, um, we're going to start by asking the question: Has this, has this, have we believed this has been possible in our own lives, Matt? Fresh start. Has that been possible in my life? Yeah. 
I didn't think it'd been possible in my life. I, I, I thought I thought my life was just going to continue the way it's always continued for a very young age. I was I was wounded as I was wounded as a boy. You know, I, I was hurt as a boy through through other people, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, I, I took the hurts uh, and I carried them all the way right through my life. Mm-hmm. I'm 57 years of age the new, and I've carried these these hurts, these lies all, all the way through my life. And these lies and these hurts for, for a child have defined my life. They have determined my future. My past has always determined my future because I've never really understood my past. Well, you know, I took ownership of the lies and I took ownership of the hurts. I actually took ownership of other people's brokenness that was bestowed upon me, you know, uh, and I carried my life through with that. Fresh starts, I've tried lots of fresh starts, you know. I've tried relationships, I've tried marriages, I've tried children, I've tried employment, I've changed. And in the fresh starts, I've done geographicals, I've done everything at a fresh start, but unfortunately, uh, I always took me with me, mm-hmm. and I always took their lies, and I always took their hurts with me, uh, which I used other things to to try and hide the the hurts, hide the lies. I use stuff to make me feel better, but I I never really got a fresh start, you know? Uh, The only way that I've actually had a fresh start is the process that I've started on nearly a year ago uh, with you guys. You know, you guys have have let me be vulnerable. You've let me be honest. You've let me share my life honestly for the first time really with anybody because I thought it was such a weakness to share what was going on inside of me. I, I didn't think it was a macho thing. I, 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 thought it, I thought I was a coward. I thought I was spineless because I couldn't shake these hurts. I couldn't shake these lies. So I just buried them and buried them and buried them till I became a person I didn't even know who I was. Because I, I, I didn't understand how I was the way I was. Mm-hmm. But through the process, I've been on uh, for a year, for practically February to February. I actually said to a friend, I said to Derek, this February, is it really possible that, that I could have a fresh start? Could I really, really start my life again, Derek? Mm-hmm. And you know, the answer was yes. I could start my life again because mm-hmm. I've, I've exposed everything that is that is not a person in, in this room mm-hmm. that doesn't know what happened to me. Mm-hmm. My deepest, my deepest, darkest secrets I've exposed, you know, and and by me honestly sharing with, with a group of guys who I'm telling you, a year ago, I, I never knew. Mm-hmm. I never knew. So these, these are these are no lifelong friends. These are guys I've met through this process, but I've been able to share honestly by by prompting, no by by my own free will, by prompting, by questions, by prodding, slowly but surely sucking the poison out. And eventually I I have came to believe that I can have a fresh start through through all your guys' help. Yeah. And it's been a joy, Martin, uh, because, you know, this process I've been on learning for you. Uh, you know, there's a couple of couple of things that, that you've said to me over the course of this last year. 
about being comfortably numb. And that jumped to me and just slapped me because it was like, there's been so much pain in our past. We've become so comfortably numb in it. You know, unable to think and feel properly because we don't want any more pain. But what I've recognised through my conversation with you guys has been, when I numb myself to the bad things, I'm also numbing myself to the good things. So the very things that I say I don't, I don't want any more hurt. I'm actually, I'm actually keeping out the good as well because I keep out intimacy, I keep out vulnerability, I keep out sharing, and uh, you know that sense of the the pain. Then I'm I'm a total prisoner to it, and it keeps defining my life. Dan, you know that's been a process that you've been explaining and articulating yourself that you know in your experience of living comfortably numb and, and not allowing these painful places to be to be healed and and, and worked through. You want to tell us a wee bit about your experience with that? I believe it's it's possible not to be defined by your past. Mm-hmm. For me, this is only possible when I go into the, my past and I'm open to what God is saying to me regarding these matters. Mm-hmm. In my experience, this has been made evident when I was just trying to forget or use other means to help me forget Mm -hmm. for a time. The past hurts, insecurities, all of life's hang-ups that we can have is only when I really look for God's guidance in these matters. Mm -hmm. We find there has been a reason for it all. Mm -hmm. For me, it's knowing my need for God in these matters in my life, mm-hmm. your, God says, your faith will make you well. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just think of the times, I'm just thinking of the fresh start. And <coughs> for, for a time, I, I didn't even think I deserved a fresh start for the, all the stuff I've done. And like, I was that caught up in my brokenness. I couldn't, as Derek would say, I couldn't see I couldn't see anything good in my life because all I could see was the brokenness. But knowing my need for God, he will make me well. Mm-hmm. I think of the times when I was in prison and I could not get healthy, no matter what I did. I could not get over nine stone <clears throat> until I got my heart right towards mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. That's when my health and most of all my heart back. Because it's just what I've been learning that my past nearly broke me and took me to a place I hated. But because I'm facing that again mm-hmm. and looking for God's guidance in it, mm-hmm. I'm getting meaning to my life and mm-hmm. I'm finding a strength in the heart to a, to a point. Yeah. Uh, it's beautiful. It's just amazing that, that, that mm-hmm. we, I can't, I, I have got a fresh start. Mm-hmm. It's and amazing. It's beautiful to watch, Dan, because, I, you know, watching this play out, that you are, <clears throat> your testimony is a uh, is story that you're saying that these parts of your past that have robbed you because yeah. they, they kept you so stuck and stunted. I couldn't see by the heart. Mm-hmm. My... my all I could see was a hurt in my life. I couldn't see any good. 
mm-hmm. until God shone his light into that mm-hmm. part mm-hmm. and showed me that there was good, some, there, there was good, I just need to look for it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yep. that's the fresh start he's talking about. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I mean, it's almost like when we talk about, uh, you know, I mentioned a, f- a few times recently that I know personally, I, I have taken so long to be emotionally honest because it was so painful. The stuff, the stuff that's that's inevitably in everybody's life that you threw, just areas that you just want to just store away and know what to look at again. But then, the, the, the more we're, we're, we're no uh, exposing their hands, they just keep playing it. And you've yeah. mentioned quite a few times about running away, no running anymore. If you don't face it, it's not going to go away. It's just going to mm-hmm. stay the same, is it? Isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. But what about this? That it's it, facing up to something that's so unwelcome. It's almost like facing the unacceptable. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know, what's what's your experience, Paul? When when you think of your own experience of the, the pain of the past. How has that been reconciled? What's the process been? How that you've came to accept it? You've came to be able to see, not just stay stuck and angry because of it, but, you know, being able to actually use that and see a purpose in it and actually, you know, see you know, see good come out of it. Uh, well, it's, it's been a, there's a combination of things here because, you know, like, like you've touched on and others, it's uh, it, it's the most rewarding and uh, freeing experience, but it's also the most difficult because you're having to you're having to be honest with yourself about some of the most dissatisfying and some of the most painful, some of the most disappointing uh, experiences in your life. You know, I know for me, I didn't get to where I was, you know, overnight. I got to where I was through you know, 15 years of, of making bad choices, uh, 15 years of, of uh, you know, suppressing emotions. And you can't suppress, you can't pick and choose what emotions you suppress if you shut off emotionally, you shut off emotionally, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, and and that's, what I, that's what I did. I, I shut off emotionally to protect myself and preserve uh, myself. And what I was doing was I was shutting myself off to, uh, to life and to opportunities that, w- that would bring life in different ways uh, you know but I've been thinking a lot recently of, of that, that song uh, always look on the bright side of life and I, I'm thinking about that because I thought that's what I did and it's not that and I did that to make myself feel better right. I, I was I, 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 I would avoid looking at the things that were painful and bad and the things that needed to change, the things that were unacceptable. unacceptable. Yeah. You know, I didn't, have the, 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 I didn't have the ability to be able to process those things, to work those things out. I was fragile. And, and uh, uh, throughout my life, any time I felt threatened or challenged or uncomfortable, mm-hmm. I used drink or drugs, you know, and I looked for an escape. That's what I did. So... It was a big ask to expect somebody in my, my position. It might be a big ask for anybody listening who's experiencing the same mm-hmm. to be able to, to look at these things and address these things. But it is possible. Uh, it is possible to get resilience. It is possible to get to a place where you can 
uh, be comfortable talking about things at once. She didn't even want to acknowledge uh, that we're there, and you know, and, and for me, there was there was a process of, of, of coming from that old way of life into the new way of life, and there was practical things that helped me, you know, in terms of uh, like getting fit. You know, getting fit was good for me. I'm trying to get fit because it, 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 it gave me a positive uh, structure, you know, <coughs> a positive outlook. It gave me another alternative to drink or drugs to deal with things. And, and see, when you're, you're healthier, you deal with things healthier, you know, conflicts and stuff like that. Well, I found that that uh, helped me anyway. But in terms of the emotional stuff and, and these things for the past, that was a whole other realm. Uh, and... and I remember six years ago this weekend, in fact, nine years ago this this uh, weekend, I was, uh, I just got in jail. That was the last time I was in prison. Uh, I got lifted on the 1st of April, uh, and it was a bank holiday on the Monday. This was a Sunday, and then I got remanded. And honestly, I was uh, I, I was done, you know. And, and I remember when I go out there, that was a turning point for me, because... What it happened with brought a lot of embarrassment and shame into my life. It wasn't like some of my other previous convictions where it was like kind of things like drug dealing and all that. To me, that's unacceptable. You know, but see, when you're on the streets, they're, they're things that actually offer a bit of credibility mm-hmm. to your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this wasn't. It was totally unrelated. And it was all to do with my health and my state of mind. And I remember feeling uncomfortable coming out because I was vulnerable. But it was really good because it put me in a position where I had to accept those emotions. I couldn't run from them. I couldn't hide from them. Uh, and, and I had to start to make changes uh, at that point. Uh, anyway, a, a while passed and six years ago uh, this weekend. I remember when I first uh, heard the good news of Jesus, you know, and I first heard that Jesus could offer me a new life. And when I heard the, 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 the pastor at a church I was at saying, you know, you, you know, somebody's leaving this place today and they're never going to be the same, man. I, I received that and I, I welcomed that into my heart because I knew the way I was feeling when I walked into that church. I didn't know what I feel walking out of the church. Mm-hmm. I wanted something more than what I had been living in and what I had experienced. Mm-hmm. Uh, but having people run about me, uh, some of you guys and other people, I, I was people were being vulnerable and being honest with me and they were sharing their experiences and I was seeing something that I wanted. I was seeing somebody in a place where I wanted to be and I knew that they were in a place that I was currently and that gave me hope mm-hmm. and with them being vulnerable and saying to me, look, you know, Paul, this or that and I've experienced this or that or, and, and what was really helpful was people were able to articulate how I was feeling and I couldn't articulate mm-hmm. it. And that really, that, that helped me. I knew then, I could identify with him, and I knew they identified with me, but it also gave me understanding about myself, and then I was able to share with him. And see, when you start that process, you know, it, you get to, you eventually get to a place when you're being honest, when you're being transparent, you get to a place where you become comfortable doing that. So once you've worked through all that stuff for the past, you begin to then maintain it, and as things come up, then you're able to. Uh, you're able yeah. to, to do it, but six years ago, uh, the day, for a period of months, every morning I used to wake up and put on the song Jesus Culture, Happy Day, mm-hmm. because it was a happy day for me, man. Every day was a happy day, the joy I had in my heart, <laughs> even though I was staying. I, I mean, when I get saved, man, my, my, uh, my doobie cover, cover was covered in bombers, you know what I mean? My carpets were done in. 
you know what I mean? I was, I, I wasn't working, you know, my, 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 my health wasn't great. You know, I had no, I had no prospects for the future, but a change was taking place within me. Yeah. And that only came about uh, through Jesus and what he had done in somebody yeah. shared that with me and the hope that that, mm-hmm. that offers. Jesus says, I'd probably might have life yeah. and a life to the full. Mm-hmm. And I knew that that meant more, you know, than, than just having life eternally when I die. Mm-hmm. I knew that meant more than me having to struggle on through life just trying to get to the finish line and just stagger there and then receive life. I knew God wanted that life to begin in the here and now because through that and through other people what they're sharing with me, I'm able to then do that with other people. I'm able to share with them. I'm able to be vulnerable with them. I'm able to say with them, I recognise how you're feeling or how you might feel in this situation and it's all right. You know, it's okay. You can talk about it. Uh, because I know for me growing up and generally in the West Coast, you know, we're not encouraged to be honest about our emotions. Yeah. I've written about the culture says, don't talk about that, don't say that. And if you do say it, people ridicule you. Mm-hmm. But the truth of the matter is, for me, true masculinity has been able to be honest and acknowledge how we're feeling. And sure, I don't want my, I don't want my wee boy uh, or any of my children actually thinking that they, they can't be honest about how they're feeling. It's the worst thing in the world. Mm-hmm. It's even you think you're the only person that feels a certain way, you feel isolated. And, and you end up discouraged and it's not a good uh, habit it's something that I think most people need to do in terms of being uh, being honest about their, uh, their feelings so, so I, I, I'm grateful that I'm in a place today where I can I can be honest mm-hmm. uh, and, and it helps when other guys like you are being honest and, and if I'm honest not just in the church specifically but generally in life we need to be more honest and uh, more forthcoming with our feelings and talking about them because there's great strength in it and humility. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks, Paul. <clears throat> and I hope that really encourages somebody that's listening because, you know, when you're in the midst of the most painfulest of places, the, pl- the places of shame and guilt, and, you know, you're not understanding, uh, you know, how you got to where you've got to, and there's confusion and the vulnerability. Um, mm. Hearing from Paul there, there's a, there's been a purpose came from his pain. The way Paul was working and helping others now. God, I mean, what the greatest hope, as you say there, Paul, to hear somebody else who maybe just be listening the day and uh, uh, when they hear this, and, and they're saying, I totally relate with that. I can't articulate what's wrong with me. But when you hear somebody else that's already went through the pain of change and transformation and had this fresh start, they've, bege- they've begun again. Yeah. And and the, the pain has then resulted, because everyone is here, it's it's actually our scars are the things that we use the most every day of life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, how we are helping people. I, I was talking to Dan the other day and I'm going, my, my qualification to help the next person usually is based upon the last person I helped. Because the more I help them, the more treasure I'm delving out of their lives and the, and the ability to help that person. Then the next yeah. person, I've, I've got more, I've got more skill, I've got more wisdom, I've got more experience. So God uses this purpose and our pain. He uses what we've went through, as we've al- allow ourselves to be healed in it. That's the difference. Yeah. Because we ca- we kind of lead people to where we're not ourselves, and that and that to me has been. You want to take the shortcuts. You want to just get the information in your head and think you're qualified. No. I, I was saying to Vince and, and the guys, I, my life only changed, really, in 2017 when I started asking the right questions. There was a significant change in areas of my heart and life when I, 
I had Hunter's information. I had th- through college and Bible school and all sorts of things. Hunter's information, but untouched places uh, of my heart because uh, the the right the right questions you know the the, the the right questions weren't getting asked and the right support was in the room to ask those questions and to support me through them. You know, so Charles, when you think of purpose and pain. There's nobody else I can think, uh, uh, you know, of, 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 a, of a story, a mere radical change, where all the, the things that, that, how your past had to be reconciled, with the amount of stuff that you carried, the hurt, the pain, the failure, you know, how important, when we talk about beginning again, and a fresh start, when our lives have been so previously unsuccessful at starting again, like Martin said, I tried, you said I tried everything but the brownies. <laughs> you tried everything but the brownies to get a fresh start, to get clean, to get well, to get healed. I looked in for something. I looked in some avenue in life to find this fresh start. Um, you know, how important it has, has forgiveness been in this fresh start for you, mate? Absolutely huge. Derek, I want to thank you for sharing. No, thank God for going through the meetings, which really helped. As you say, I was never in Bother Brownies, but you get put in my path mm-hmm. when I'd had an experience through the meetings to take ask me to come to church where I heard the message of who God was, mm-hmm. and I'd heard that when I was younger. But uh, forgiveness for me was absolutely mm-hmm. huge. It was a game changer. It was the difference of living, you know, I, I was a drug addict and, you know, I'll, I'll tell you a few things I tried. I, I got implants in, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I was involved in the sale of drugs, you know. They always say, don't get high on your own supply. But I did, most folk day, you know. Mm-hmm. So I was involved in a lot of crime, a lot of drugs. I was just a new then father by God and I, I see a lot of brokenness for I was wee. Mm-hmm. I mean, my mum loved me, my family loved me, but I had other things gone in my life that, 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 that there was a brokenness here. So when, and then I'd done all sorts of bad things myself. So I was carrying all that, you know, the guilt mm-hmm. and the shame of violence, extreme violence, mm-hmm. you know, and... Uh, no, when you have a wee child and you just want to love them and take care of them, and but you're an addict, man, and it's on your back, it doesn't give you a day's rest, you need to feed the monkey, you know, every day that's on your back, and uh, pure broken, mate, you know, so you're suicidal, but the only thing that takes it away is mere drugs, you're seeing, you're seeing things that are there, do you know what I mean, it's, it, there was a darkness in my life, Derek, that was huge and even if I had to go clean which I went in cocaine anonymous well, that was a great experience I tried psychiatrists no I, uh, I went to all the psychiatrists in there son, I, I couldn't help any of them they done their best but there was no full solution mm. you know I was an addict I needed to get clean but once I get clean I go clean with the implants but I was really still crazy, as Martin said. I was I was getting clean to sell me our drugs, <laughs> just know of a drug habit. I was still my chick. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I'd, I'd still had all the guilt and the shame for all the things I'd done. The, no, I don't like to get into stuff, but no violence and stealing. And mm. I became a criminal. And my mum never brung me up like that. My mum loved me and mm. no worked and everything. But no, I was involved in a lot of stuff, so the forgiveness for me was huge, mate. Absolutely huge. And as Paul says, 
seen other guys that are real that, that you know I seen an ex-mafia guy mm-hmm. at one of the meetings I was at and he, he was like, I go to God through Jesus mm-hmm. and I was like, he was in about it, he was actually the real deal, no, and I know it's not about that stuff but for me identification was crucial, mm-hmm. if he can change, I can change, yeah. you know, and yeah. I had family members that had went that way, mm-hmm. so when I met you and I'd already been on that journey, as I mean I tried everything to get well and I always had false horizon, it would come back, it would come back, I would get clean, I couldn't live comfortable in my own skin. Mm. So what mm. I done was I went to the meetings and that was praise God for it, and I asked God into my life and I stopped using all drugs. But then I met you, mm. and, and you asked me to come to church, and when I went there, you no, know, when I was wee, I went to the BBs, you know, and who wants to be a Christian when you're a drug dealer? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I was trying to be a Christian, but I wanted to change. Yeah. I didn't yeah. want Mm. <laughs> my wee sister had died, mate. I couldn't. I loved my wee boy, but I couldn't be the father mm. that I wanted to be. Mm. That broke my heart. I don't care what MD says. Mm. When you can't be the dad to that wee lovely son, mm. I'm the day. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're going yeah. fishing a couple of days. And yeah. I'm a, a father the day, and this father, the God that you've brought us on, has really helped with that. Mm. But the, the forgiveness thing, when I came, I'd got forgiveness through the 12 steps, but mm. when I met you and you took me to church that day, and I heard a message about the prodigal son. Mm. I'd already started the journey through the meetings that it was Jesus was the was was no the Father was going to welcome you in, mm. and you're going to be forgiven. Mm. And I, I'd already asked to be forgiven, but then I knew who had forgave me. Mm. Amen. Jesus had paid the price, yeah. and He loves you. Come to Him, and He's going to set you free. Mm. And it, even in that church that day, Derek, this guy started speaking. You mm. said to mm. me the day before, he's going to have a message for you. Right. Now, I've already got clean. I've not been clean for I was 16 when I was just left prison or the proof mm. school. Mm. And now I'm clean. Mm. But I'm being primed to sell hunters of drugs. Mm-hmm. They want to hold me even though they love me. But they're, they're, mm. I'm, I'm being primed. But God's priming me mm. to do his work. Yeah. God's priming me to forgive me. Mm. And that day when I went in there, that guy stopped me and he's saying, there's somebody in here. Mm-hmm. He says the devil has stole for you. Mm-hmm. And I had the drug induced psychosis. <laughs> I was seeing the devil, mate. Mm-hmm. And I was running about with swords, thinking I was here to fight him. And psychosis, <laughs> right, among other things. Mm-hmm. And that guy said that to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was the start of my journey, Derry. And that day they said, God loves you. Mm-hmm. And if you come to him, he'll forgive you mm-hmm. for every single thing. The prodigal messed up, he had parties, yeah. and it was wild living, that's where I'd been, mm-hmm. partying for years, 24-hour <laughs> yeah. party people, but that day, on my journey, thank you for taking me, mm-hmm. because I met with Jesus that mm-hmm. day, mm-hmm. and I'll tell you, see the forgiveness, mm-hmm. I would see an Arctic truck get lifted off of me, mm-hmm. but if you want to look at, it was like three bags of cement, mm-hmm. carrying that about every day like that, yeah. so even when you were clean, you weren't clean, because you weren't clean in the inside, mm-hmm. you still had the same thoughts and everything, and when Jesus came in and touched my life, then that's when the journey began, yeah. and I was able to meet with you, mm-hmm. and able to continue doing my wee 12-step program mm-hmm. with Jesus at the centre, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that forgiveness, Actually, I just wanted to share this. Mm-hmm. When I get forgiven, I went and made amends to people yeah. as a case. Yeah. I got my life right. Mm-hmm. See the forgiveness in my heart? 
that helped me go and change my life yeah. in all areas. Mm-hmm. Tell the gang I was finished, mm-hmm. put hundred percent, get a career change. Yeah. That forgiveness yeah. led into all areas of my life. I was a father to my wee boy. Mm-hmm. I was a son to my mommy again, mm-hmm. a brother to my sister. Mm-hmm. But what mm-hmm. happened was as well, even recently I forgave others. And that's hugely important mm-hmm. because see a lot of the pains that we carry, it's no forgiving others as well. Mm-hmm. So God yeah. forgave me and I forgave others. And I don't want to go too much into it, but I'd, my stepdad, who is my dad, mm-hmm. who I call my dad, he brought me up and he loved me, right? Mm-hmm. And I can't ever say he didn't, and I'm so grateful for him. But I'd somebody else that wasn't there for me, that's all I'll say, right? And that put a hole in my heart, right? But recently, when I've been working with you guys, I'm, I'm a few years down the line and I've done a few programs and mm. God's come in, but the, the work that we've done together over the past year, I remember we used guys at the camp and I wrote a letter to somebody who hadn't been there. I Right, that's all I'm going to say. And it was only for healing for me to forgive the person. And I'll tell you, I used to say, big, I write letters to the jail, big boys don't wait. Mm. Check it out with Irving Crew, right? Because we're not hard man image, no, right? No. God can God can be have real men mm. for to fight for right, to try to get folk homelessness mm. and get them out of rehabs and get them clean and see them. We can be real men for God. Mm. You're still being a wussy. Do you know? But big boys day week. Because yeah. I've wept, mm. mate. When I did, when yeah. I read that, when we went in a camp, nearly everyone was great. And I didn't, I didn't go away see green for the wee pussy. <laughs> I went my heart, man. Do you know what I mean? I went my heart. I respect the life out of that boy. Mm. I, I love that boy. He's mm. like a brother to me. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because the Spirit of God doesn't want us <clears throat> passing that on to our children. Yeah. Yeah. He wants us, I, I can go in the pads with my wee boy, mm-hmm. but I want to tell him about love mm-hmm. and forgiveness mm-hmm. and real life things. And that's what this yeah. is doing for me. This is this stuff that you're doing <sighs> with, with John Eldridge, that is making mm-hmm. me a better father. Mm-hmm. It's making me better when I'm able to help others, like yeah. Paul, CC yeah. Paul, and all oh, yeah, helping others. Yeah. No, we were a force for bad in mm. the past because mm. the devil had us bound mm. because of hearts. Mm. No, we were a force for good. Mm. No, with the real deal. Mm. No, and, and it's no, it's a, it's a brilliant thing. Mm. Easter messages are just, I'm not taking up too go long, right? Mm. See, see when, see when Jesus died, mm. he paid the price for us all. Mm. He was sinless and he was mm. pure, right? But he raised to the dead, that's where we're going tomorrow for mm. to celebrate. Mm. Right, he died uh, on Friday, mm. but Sundays are coming. He was risen for the it was yeah. risen for the dead. Mm. But there was a wee guy, see if you don't believe, I believe now because I'm forgiven much. Mm. That's how I love him much yeah. when you go, Charles is radical, it's cause I'm forgiven much. Mm. It was like ten million pounds mm. he forgave me. Mm. All my sins, every one of them. Yeah. And and when Jesus was risen for the dead, there was a guy that was doubting. And he was a disciple, his name was Thomas, mm-hmm. right? And Jesus didn't go, yeah, you should have believed me, Thomas. Mm-hmm. He never, he knew Thomas was doubting. Oh, That's how he's called doubting Thomas. Yeah. And he said, there you go, there's my hands. Mm-hmm. There's my wounds. Mm-hmm. And Jesus showed them his wounds because mm-hmm. he knew he needed that. And Thomas went, I don't need to see them, Jesus. And you mm-hmm. said it earlier, because we've seen what the price that he's paid for us, we get healed. Mm-hmm. But as you said earlier, I mm-hmm. can show others my wounds. Mm-hmm. There's a guy came during the week and mm-hmm. I tell him, I was where you were. I was an addict, my man. You're brand new. Come on to a few meetings. <laughs> and the boy's buzzing. Aye. The boy's absolutely buzzing. <clears throat> I'm showing him my healed wounds. Aye. 
I can still dip into them to show I've got them. And that's the beauty of forgiveness, mate. And also forgiving others. See, Mm. that time at the camp, I bought my eyes out. But God was healing me for Mm. that, forgiving that person. Mm. That person that was never there for me. Mm. No, I thank God for my my father that brought me up and uh, my mum. But this person wasn't there. But I forgive Mm. him. Mm. And that's all right now. Mm. But God had to heal my heart. I couldn't carry that for the rest of my life. My wee boy Mm -hmm. and my wee lassies, my three boys, my wee lassies, need my heart healed. The folk I'm working with need my heart healed, Mm. So we can be real. So we can make God look attractive. Mm -hmm. You know, so forgiveness is the sweetest taste that I've ever... Easter eggs are good, brother. Maybe have a few too many. But forgiveness (laughs) is the best thing to taste to Easter. And it's only done through that man. And he's a man, Jesus, who bled and died for us. Tremendous, Charles. Yeah. Well done, mate. Give you yeah. a standing ovation yeah. here. Uh, standing ovation. Aye, <laughs> 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 well, you know, that's what you mentioned there, Friday, but Sundays are coming. Think of this. There was there was, there was, no, if there was no cross, there was no uh, resurrection. Jesus had to go through this most excruciating, horrific torture before the joy of new life. Yeah. Winning the the joy of you know securing this fresh start for us all by going through this greatest pain, and you know as Charles is saying beautifully there, you know that's that's the story of us all. Starting with Martin, we're 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 explaining each part of our own part, but you know each part of our own story, but it's part of the whole here because every one of us is saying this is the journey for us all that I had to get through the greatest of pain. When I ran away from the pain and and, and, and and couldn't accept it, couldn't face up to it, there was no nothing changing, and I was just continuing to reproduce it and and actually and, uh, it's you know just imprison myself, resign myself to more of the same. You know me reproducing this. Yeah. I read this during the week, but passing on what Charles said there that the worst thing and 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 the the and the, the story is feeling like we're passing on what we've no dealt with ourselves. Feeling because I've no allowed, and, and what Charles was saying, I mean, I've had, I've had so many people coming against us for talking about some of these things, but I'm looking at this through my two year at college now, and Vince there sitting as we went through this uh, journey with Father by God. We're asking questions of our childhood, and the the revelation that if that wasn't, if I hadn't spoke about this, I'd have been unaware of it. And this thing has been forming me and it's been replaying out of my life because that's what happened to me. That's the example I saw. But bringing that into the light to go, that's no, that, that, that happened to me. But that is, that is not, that's no like a true father. A tr- that's, no, that's no the example that I want to reproduce. So the importance of cleaning up our side so that we're, we're saying a fresh start to me, like this is the beauty that Martin passed to me. Was I don't I I've never believed I could have a fresh start because I've been so defined by my pain. That's my that's my story. It's all their stories. Yeah. You know, my trap within ourselves. We're as Paul said, self-preservation. We're protecting ourselves. What what the walls that we build to make life work for us and, and keep ourselves from mere pain is actually. Resigning us to made of the same, yeah, and uh, that sense that I can't begin again. What a what a uh, 
you know, what a what a, a joy for people listening. That look, as Charles was saying, all this crap that when I you know when I was in prison, I remember boys and girls go to church, and I'm going going in my head, what are they weirdos doing? I was not was even in my thoughts. My thoughts were the things that were keeping me back for the for the for the the help that I needed. The thing that was that would change my heart the most. The relationship with God who created me to bring healing and life and freedom and forgiveness and restoration. That's what was holding me back from that. Um, so, you know, how important we're offering this complete change in the way of life. The complete change in the way we do things. Vince, are you, can you wrap, wrap this up? Uh, you know, sharing for your you know, his perspective and how you've sure, experienced Danny. the guy's journey uh, and what we're offering to people who are listening. Thanks, Derek. The truth, the truth is that for everybody listening, everybody watching this, you're, we're drawing you in and inviting you in to a miracle. Because, you know, when you think about it, you know, Martin opened up a shared... The question that was in his heart, can I really have a fresh start? Can this really be true for me? Probably, you know, he looked around himself and he, and he thought, I can see that it can happen for others, but do I really believe that it's happened for me with the background I've got, the rejection that I've had, the abandonment, the abuse and the self-abuse? Can, that, can God really, truly... Give me a fresh start. And then we have we have for Darren, and you know he he's he's saying I really can't. He's asking the same question, the question in all our hearts, because what you've heard this morning is the cry of men's hearts for change. Can I really have a new beginning? Can I really have a new life? And 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 uh, Darren says. I didn't even believe I deserved it. I, I, my past was dictating my future. Then Paul, when we listened to Paul, he said, I needed to be honest about the life choices I had made. And, and I had to be honest about the effects that I had had, what that produced in my life. And he, he told us about how he protected himself. It shut down emotionally to just protect his own heart for the pain of it all. And then he said, I needed to acknowledge, I needed to acknowledge the drugs, the criminality, the drink, all the mistakes I had made in order for a, a, a new start to, to begin. You know, we heard that today, do you know, God make, can make all things new for all of us, for anybody who would ask and whose heart is open to receive. So no matter what our past has been, with drugs or drink, with prison, with criminality, uh, with broken relationships, with broken hearts, with pain, yeah. nothing can stop God giving you a, a new start. And we've heard five men today say just that. Um because he can make our broken hearts whole. He can yeah. take the crushedness of, of, of our experiences and make us strong. And yeah. he can heal our emotions. 
Charles spoke about forgiveness, how big that was for him. Can God really forgive me? Look what I've done. Look what I've done to myself. Look what I've done to others. I've been involved in crime. I've been a drug dealer. I've been a drug user. My life is full of shame. It's full of violence. Can God really come into that and heal my heart and give me forgiveness? And the truth of that is yes. And you've heard Charles say just that, that he has got he has been given a brand new life. A life that he is now living, and you heard it in amazing technical this morning. That that, that has changed his life. He said, "He said, can God make me a better father? Can He make me a better husband? Yes, He can. God, no matter where you're sitting today, no matter what your life has been, no matter how bad you've been, no matter how many sins you've committed, no matter how many bad things you've done to yourself or to others, God is there ready to forgive you." And all you need to do is ask him. No matter how bad, no matter how difficult, you might be in a lot of pain about your past today, but God can take that pain away. Jesus can set you free and you can have that fresh start. Will you let Jesus today in Easter 2021 Make this your fresh start today. God bless you. This has been the Freedom Fighter Podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you want to connect with our services or you want more info or details about upcoming events, connect with us online at www.freedomfighter.life or drop us an email at info at freedomfighter.life. Until next time, God bless you.